Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everybody. It's Saturday, January 15th, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? I, I'm your host. I am Jeremy freaking Pierce. And we back. We back. So uh we we just gonna we gonna we gonna be grooving today. Um this actually might even be a shorter show. We'll see how things um we'll see how things work out. But what we got in store for you today. First things first, you can always, always check me out on my socials, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, well, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, and Tumblr, Charismatic Creations, Instagram, Charismatic underscore Creations 52, and Twitter, The215. Now, that's out of the way. Last week, we looked at um, we looked at jobbers, the importance of jobbers, why they're needed. And then we also looked at jobbers that have that were elevated. That became super, super duper stars, super mega stars, even ones that they didn't need to get to that level, but they became important. I mean, one guy I forgot about last week was James Ellsworth. This guy was a jobber, but he ended up in some really important stories in the in the early phases of the third brand split, taking on both AJ Styles and John Moxley. He also was paired with Carmella, helping her to uh, to her getting her first ever women's championship and by helping her win the first ever woman's money in the bank match. So we've seen the importance of jobbers. But today, 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 since we are in WrestleMania season, and you know how WrestleMania season starts. It starts with the Royal Rumble. We'll be looking at the five best and the five worst Rumble winners of the modern era. So for me, the modern era will start with the year 2000. So from 2000 up until 2021, the five best, the five worst winners. So that's our show for today. But for now, you know what's next. So just go on and hit my music. So, so what do we have? What went down this week? Well, first things first, we had Hard to Kill last Saturday. And as you know, because I reported it, uh, Matt Stryker was let go by Impact just for poor performance. So he was replaced by Tom Phillips, who now goes by Tom Hannafin. Um, he called Hard to Kill alongside D'Lo Brown. And he's joint Impact Wrestling, which is good news. Um reportedly and supposedly Kimberly and Brandy Lauren are done with impact wrestling. Their contracts expired on December 31st. Of course, Kimberly comes out with a, with a, from this is from her mouth saying that, uh, you should stop talking over. I told you stuff, dude, that's a hundred percent incorrect that she's still with impact. So, uh, we'll see. Um, last time Brandy and Kimberly were seen, was uh, helping to announce the birth, not the birth, uh, that uh, Suits, not Su yeah, Su Young is, not Su Young? Su Young is pregnant. Um, the WDB has slightly opened up their forbidden door, as you know, because Mickey James will be in the Royal Rumble. And they've changed their policy on bringing in contracted talent from other companies. Well, see, here's the thing. Um, 
you you wouldn't have need to bring in contracted talent if you didn't fire all of the fucking talent that you had before. The, the WWE fired so so much talent last year and this year, pretty much last year, that you could literally start another federation. You could start a whole other company with the talent that they released. Um. So, and I guess with that being said, expect some men not in the company to be in the Royal Rumble. So. Uh, they're also working with, uh, not working with, they're in talks with AEW about an upcoming project, as you know, because they've ha- they've got people that, people, people that are in AEW that were in WWE, it's, uh, yeah, it's a complicated situation. Uh, Marco Stunt addresses his absence uh, from AEW television. Um, he is trying to get on The Voice. <laughs> um, I think things that have just been weird lately with him, um, there was a report that he m- may not have his contract renewed by... Uh, AEW, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, Charlie Haas made his return to wrestling. Uh, he appeared on Impact, the phenomenal, phenomenal wrestler, uh, still in good physical condition, but he also got injured at the tapings. He's said to be doing fine. Um, you got to watch Impact to, 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 to find out um, what, what will go down. That's all I'm saying. Ring of Honor announced that they will be putting on a super card of honor and it will be going down WrestleMania weekend. It will be taking place April 1st. WrestleMania takes place April 2nd and 3rd, Saturday and Sunday. So is this the this the return that we're, we've been waiting for, that we're looking for with um, Ring of Honor? Shinsuke Nakamura and Xavier Woods are both injured. Xavier more so as he'll be missing the Royal Rumble. So that's that sucks. I had a dream that the final four of the Royal Rumble, the Men's Royal Rumble this year, would have been the New Day and Moose. I would have loved, loved, loved to see that. But it was just a dream. Uh, Big Swole has said that she has not received an apology um, from Tony Khan. Uh, she said, to answer anybody's question, no, there's been no apologies, been no contract, anything, and I don't think there will be because I feel like maybe he feels he said nothing wrong at all. Tony should apologize. Kenny Omega has test positive for COVID-19. Uh, we'll see what what goes down. Uh, as you know, Matt Jackson and Brandon Cutler are just now getting over it. So hopefully Kenny can recover and it won't he won't suffer. Major League Wrestling, MLW, is suing the WWE as they think. They believe that the WWE cost them a pretty much a television deal on Tubi. Now, Tubi is Fox's streaming service, and the WWE has a show on Fox, i.e. SmackDown. Um, of course, a source close to Fox that spoke to FIFO says that they indicated that WWE did not respond favorably to the deal, which was to be actually be announced imminently, but WWE kind of put the kibosh on it. And right now, uh, the WWE had their had their lawyers respond to the antitrust lawsuit. Um, they responded, and we'll see what happens. If the WWE did cost them this deal, it looks really really bad on their part. Uh, hackers are gaining access to wrestlers' social media accounts with a free shoe scam. Um, 
uh, Lance Archer got hit. Bray Wyatt, Omos. Uh, it's free shoes, people. Y- y'all, y'all got money. Just go and buy the fucking shoes yourself. Um, Corey Graves has been cleared for an in-ring competition, and we'll see. As you know, he had a he had a really bad neck injury. Uh, years ago, back in 2011. So he's been out of the ring for a minute. NXT's 2.0 ratings have dropped. New Year's Evil was down over. New Year's Evil did 685,000, whereas this past week's episode of uh, NXT did 647,000. So that's not, it's not like a big drop, but I don't think NXT will be cracking a million anytime soon. Uh, Brody King has signed with AEW, and this is really to be expected. Um, he he will join his indie tag team partner Malachi Black in the House of Black. There's a report coming out that at the next Saudi Arabia event, the Elimination Chamber will make a, an appearance, a return. Uh, Okay, y'all know how I feel. I don't really care about the Elimination Chamber anymore. It's such a watered, watered down match. Um, AEW this past week failed to break one million viewers. Um, they were they, they did just under a million. They did nine hundred sixty nine thousand viewers with a point thirty nine and an eighteen to forty nine demo. It's, it's okay. They're still doing really good numbers. Uh, Mickey James says she has received received an apology. From the treatment, about the treatment she has received in the past. Y'all remember when she got fired, her stuff was sent to her in a trash bag. Um, You can't be disrespecting a legend like that. And John Moxley's in-ring return has been confirmed. He will be returning at the GCW show at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Sunday, January 23rd on Fight TV. Um, also on that card, so well, well, one, he'll be taking on um, Homicide for the GCW World Title. Also on that card will be Joey Janela versus Macardona, Ali versus Ruby, Jonathan Gresham versus Blake, and Team Bandito versus Team Gringo. Looks like a good card. Looks like looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but that's the news, and we'll be right back. All right, so remember when I told you last week that I am not going to be covering NXT anymore unless something important happens. I'm sticking sticking to that. So, um, some 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 good things went down this week. Let's start with Monday Night Raw. Uh, wasn't a bad show. It was a heel heavy show with wins. So take that as you may. Remember, remember about a couple weeks ago, AEW had a show where all of the heels won. Sometimes you just need that. You do. Um, the show opened up with Brock and Paul. So that is number three so far this year. We've had a show opening promo. Um, they were obviously interrupted by Bobby Lashley. And pretty much Brock was like, dog, you ain't nothing to me. You a Bobby Lashley want to be. He even told a knock knock joke. Knock knock. Who's there? Bobby, Bobby, who exactly? <laughs> you, you can see that Brock is having fun, and they're doing a really, really good job of building up to this Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley match at the Royal Rumble. I am very, very excited to see it. Um, 
after Brock shrugged off Lashley like he was nothing. Lashley was attacked by Cedric and Sean Benjamin, and that was that. I, I still will always hate what they did with the Hurt Business. The Alpha Academy defeated RK-Bro for the Raw Tag Team titles. Now, see, Raw was in Philly, and I didn't go, because uh, Raw is usually trash. So, kind of upset I missed this, but it was it was a solid match, and it, I don't think Alpha Academy will have a long reign. Um, Riddle and Randy can ch- chase some more. Um, Ziggler, Rude, and Apollo Crews defeated the Street Profits and Damian Priest, so we got more heel wins. Seth talks about his challenging uh, Roman Reigns, and he's confronted by Big E. And I see what they're doing with Big E because they had a match Seth won clean. Uh, and I think we're, what we're, where we're going for is we're going to hopefully do what they were supposed to do with Bianca Belair was he loses, gets dumbed down just a little bit, and then gets elevated even stronger than before because I think Big E's probably going to win the Royal Rumble. Um, Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella, Nikki Ash turns on Rhea Ripley. Um, their tag team is done. I think for now, what I would like to see happen is Nikki starts to shed the superhero gimmick. She's becoming a villain, and it goes back to her crazy Nikki self. And then now we got dark Nikki with a dark Rhea, and they can really, really be elevated. Um, we have a cutting edge with Beth. Uh, Edge showed a video just highlighting the great accomplishments of Beth Phoenix. Ms. Maurice comes out. Ms. shows another a video from Zone of Maurice and what she's done. And Beth, who's, who's really good with the mic here, was like, come on, let's be honest, Maurice, do you really want to get in the ring with me? Like, you're you're good, but I'm, I'm, I'm fucking Beth Phoenix. And Ms. started talking all this shit, and Maurice just walked out. By the way, Maurice and Beth looked, Mwah. ugh. Uh, AJ Styles beat Austin Theory by DQ. This was the one face win, but uh, it's like almost almost won as well, but whatever. But AJ still got beat down. So Alexa Bliss made her return, not in in, in person, but she had a therapy session. So we're going to see where this leads with her. And in the main event, Piper Nevin won a triple threat match against Bianca and Liv Morgan to become the number one contender for Becky's uh, championship. And Becky interfered because uh, Bianca had the match won. And you can tell she does not want to face Bianca Belair again. She doesn't. And that's why we're getting, getting Piper. So Raw gets a fist. It gets a fist. Over on Dynamite, another solid show. Dynamite's been kind of iffy. They haven't been like their usual great selves, but they're still putting on solid shows. We had an opening show promo with... Adam Cole, and we mind you, we never really, we rarely get opening show promos on Dynamite. They almost always open up with a match. We had uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon, and then the Young Bucks came out, and then they were confronted by the best friends, and there was a brawl, and Chris Statler got in the way of Cole about to kick OC. Brick comes out, curb stomps Chris, so this is what we have now. Um, and next week, we'll get Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker and Adam Cole. I th- I, I would like for Adam, I would like for Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander to win because they've, they've lost the feuds. They've lost almost all the matches in this year. I, I don't think they have a win, so we'll see. Actually, I think, they, I think there was an eight-man tag match that they won 
over on Rampage. Yeah, but the important matches they lost. Um, MJF, I'm sorry, CM Punk beat Wardlow. Wardlow had this match one. He gave Punk seven power bombs, one through a table, and he was going to win. And you know, MJF wanted Wardlow to put put on more punishment. Punk won, schoolboy. And we're we're getting more and more of the turn of Wardlow. Wardlow is about to hurt MJF. Sean Spears came out to stop it. Um, Dante Martin beat Powerhouse Hobbs. Jay Lethal made the save to stop Starks from getting involved. So that's number three with some uh, more shenanigans in AEW because they can't do a match without having interference. Um, NGF came out after, after the commercial break to be real angry. Talking about, oh, you want the match? You want the match? Setting up CM Punk versus Sean Spears next week. So there you go. Um, Hangman Page's next opponent will be Lance Archer. Page was confronted by the men of the year, and we thought we were going to get them, maybe one of them challenging, but it was Lance Archer came out and hit a blackout on Hangman through a chair. Um, no sign of Jake the Snake, no mention of him. I know he's under the weather right now, so hopefully he gets better. So we can do we can do Hangman versus Archer as a as a as a big opponent for him to beat. Um, Serena Deep took out Sheeta, took out her knee from them in, in a match. Listen, I am upset that we didn't get a major, major match from them. You know, this is mentioned before. But it was just a way to write sheet off TV because she's got to go over to Japan to film something she's filmed before, like a TV show or a movie. So when they come back, we can get back to the action. Um, so right now, Serena, this is their fourth match. Serena Deep has tied it up. Serena won the first match. Deep won the next. Yeah, Sheeta won the next two. Deep has won the fourth match. Um, Pensa beat Matt Hardy. Malachi Black came out to do some shit. And then um, Brody King made the save. And the thing you got to pay attention with this is that Julia Hart didn't want them to keep beating down Malachi Black. So I could see her joining the House of Black. I could even see Brian Pillman joining the House of Black. And then Griff Garrison's got to fight for their soul. The Acclaim beat Bear Country. And they're also uh, continuing their feud with Sting and Darby Allen. Andrade and Matt Hardy are doing some business. Starting it out there. And lastly, in the main event, Sammy Guevara retains the interim TNT Championship over Daniel Garcia. 2.0 attack. Eddie and Jericho make the save as they were both ringside. And the show ends with Jericho and Eddie face-to-face. So, that was an okay win. Okay, um, show. And then over on SmackDown... Uh, Seth has Roman's numbers and he got this nigga shook got him shook so uh, the Usos opened up we had a filler intro for 12 fucking minutes this is the second week where we opened up with a promo we just introduced the Fatal 4 for the Tag Team Championships uh, for a number one contender and one of the teams is fucking Cesaro and Mansoor this is a makeshift team come the fuck on Really, nigga? The Viking Raiders won that match. Mind you, the Viking Raiders lost in four minutes last week. So, am I supposed to care now? Sonya Deville still won't explain herself to Naomi. Can we please get to this match? Do not drag this shit out to WrestleMania. Do not have this match at fucking whatever the next Saudi Arabia event is going to be. Just have the fucking match already. Jeez. Uh, 
Um, we had a jackass segment uh, with Sammy, which was cool. Aaliyah set a world record against Natalya. So Natalya whooped Aaliyah's ass before the match. Um, then Aaliyah said she continued, and she won the match at 3.1 seconds, setting a world record for the fastest win ever. And guess what? This is a solid thing. Like I, This more so wasn't a match. It was a segment because there was the beatdown. There was action, but we're doing this thing with Natalya has three Guinness records. So this is our new gimmick now. I'm perfectly fine with that. Lita returns looking mm, fine as the day long, my first love. Now, she talked about how there wasn't a rumble when she was, you know, doing her thing in her career. And um, she wants that opportunity. Mind you, she was in the very first Royal Rumble. I was there. I was there, people. I was there. Charlotte comes out, confronts her. They have some words. Lita takes out Charlotte. All right, can we, are we building up to a Lita versus Charlotte match? Listen, I'm not listen. I'm just, I'm curious. Um, Sheamus beat Ricochet. Whatever. Madcap Moss beat Kofi in about four minutes. And in our main event segment, um, Seth Rollins and Roman have some words. And Seth makes really good points. Like, yo. Wow, you needed help and you were riding the pine. I was doing everything I needed by myself, which isn't true because he had the authority with him. But after the authority, he was doing everything by himself. Got to make note of that. Whereas Roman needs the bloodline. But also Roman was doing things by himself. So selective memory. Uh, Seth avoids a beatdown by. Seth avoids a beatdown by the Usos. So that was SmackDown. It wasn't horrible i didn't hate it and over on rampage adam cole beat trent beretta see what i mean about uh cole and the bucks and red dragon winning all the matches they won this match um sean spears won a squash just to make him look good when he takes on cm punk the bunny penelope ford and nyla rose defeated chris statlander layla hirsch and red velvet um this match suffered because of the, the the this is the match that got that long commercial break which sucks um but the face is lost because of Chris and Layla's issues. So I'm hoping this doesn't spill over to the, the mixed tag match next week. Jay Lethal confronts Ricky Starks. We're finally doing something with Jay Lethal, which is good. And the main event, Jungle Express, retained the tag team championships versus the Dark Order, the team of John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Our matches of the week, we got the Women's Ultimate X match. Lady Frost, Tasha Steeles, Jordan Grace, Rosemary, Alicia Edwards, and Chelsea Green. This is from Hard to Kill. Also from Hard to Kill, the X Division Championship match. Trey Miguel defending against Steve Macklin. Also from Hard to Kill, the Ring of Honor title match. Jonathan Gresham versus Chris Sabin from Raw. Seth Rollins versus Big E from Impact. Chris Bay versus Laredo Kid and the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Roxy, the champion versus Deanna Perazzo. And from Rampage, um, this is the best match. All week out of um, AEW was the World Tag Team Championship match. The Jungle Express defending against Sean Silver and Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order. And our star of the week. There are two. Mickey James and Deanna Peraza for their Texas Death Match uh, main event. As I believe they were the first woman to ever main event in um, an Impact pay-per-view. So, yeah. That's the Week in Review, folks, and we'll be right back.
Well, well, well. In just a few short weeks, we will be upon the Royal Rumble match. So, 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 so. Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. A lot of times, it's, a lot of times, honestly, it's the one pay-per-view I look forward to for the, um, the, the premium live event that I look forward to the most on the WWE calendar, even more than WrestleMania. But, um, for those of you that don't know, if you're new here, first of all, welcome. What is the Royal Rumble? The Royal Rumble is a match where 30 men and now 30 women um, compete. There's a timer. starts with two people and then every minute to three minutes, a new person comes in. The winner of the match gets a championship match, world championship match of their choosing at WrestleMania. You win the match by eliminating people by throwing them over the top rope. In a nutshell, that is the Royal Rumble. Why is it important? Why is the Royal Rumble important? Honestly, the WWE does their best storytelling in WrestleMania season, starting with the Royal Rumble. Because there's a clear plan and there's a clear direction. And it's helped elevate people. It's helped give people an opportunity to see what they have. Because remember, you're, you're only as good as your book. Now, the worst thing about the Royal Rumble, I can tell you this, is that when bona fide stars who don't need to win, win the match. That's that's the worst part. That's what I what I truly, truly don't like. But here we are. And the Royal Rumble was upon us. So what we're doing today is we're going to look at the five worst and the five best winners of the Royal Rumble during the modern era. By modern era, I mean starting with 2020. Okay. I'm sorry, starting with two, the year 2000. Because Lord knows we don't want to, we really don't want to think about Mr. Man winning the Royal Rumble in 1999. Um. Also, my city, Philadelphia, has hosted three Rumbles. Let me see something. Uh, Boston, let's see. Atlanta's had two. Boston's had two. Fresno's had two. Wow. Uh, Houston's had two. Miami's had two. New York, two. Orlando, two. Philadelphia. Philadelphia's had Three rumbles. I'm looking at advertise. Philadelphia's had three rumbles. Phoenix two. Um, San Antonio two, three. San Antonio's had three rumbles. Hmm. So they're tied with Philly. St. Louis has had two rumbles. St. Petersburg has okay. So yeah. Okay. All right, Philly. Okay, I see you. Uh. I see you. I see you. I see y'all out here. San Antonio. But so let's look at the worst Rumble winners of the modern era, starting with number five. 
Braun Strowman. Now, he did not win a Royal Rumble. He more so won the greatest Royal Rumble. That was one, a horrible event. It's part of um, WWE Blood Money. This took place in 2018. This took place at Blood Money. And uh, there were, how many people are in this fucking rumble? 50. There were 50 people in this Royal Rumble. <laughs> first of all, that's the first reason why it was bad. Um, the card. Just looking at that greatest Royal Rumble card. Um, cause I don't, I don't remember the event. I had to go back and like check. Like John Cena fought Triple H. Huh? Cedric and Galisto cruiserweight title. Bray and Matt won the vacant Raw championships from the bar. Jeff Hardy, gender U.S. title. Bludgeon Brothers, Uso, SmackDown tag team title. Seth won a ladder match. I see title versus Miz, Finn, and Joe. Dirty B title, AJ Shinsuke. Taker for Rusev. Brock beat Roman in the Steel Cage. Universal title and Braun on the greatest for Rumble. There. The reason this is, this is up here because this just didn't need. One, the event didn't need to happen, but we didn't need to dumb down the fucking Royal Rumble. We just didn't. And who in the blue bloody fuck cares? Period. Who who cares? But Braun Strowman, because he... Braun was never going to win a regular Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? That was never going to happen. So, who's next on this list? Ooh, we got to go back to 2016. Triple H winning the Royal Rumble. Now, the thing with this one is... <laughs> this match... Uh, this Royal Rumble match was actually for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I believe there was only one world title at the time. And this was when Triple H and the Authority were feuding with Roman Reigns. Um... <laughs> and here's the thing. Once on Raw... They announced that the 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 match would be for the championship. You knew that Triple H would win. You knew it. You knew, you fucking knew it was coming. And it was only this. You knew the rumble was all about Triple H and Roman Reigns. You knew it. And what made it worse was that Triple H was entrant number 30. Like, what? 
And then all he did was lose the championship to fucking Roman Reigns at WrestleMania in a really bad match. This was also <laughs> this was also the Royal Rumble that had AJ Styles debut. So um yeah. How about uh 2011? <laughs> who won the cha- who won the uh the Royal Rumble in 2011? That would be Alberto Del Rio. Now, this Royal Rumble, <laughs> this Royal Rumble 2011 is famous for one reason. It was at the time the biggest Royal Rumble as it featured 40, 40, I repeat, 40 people. 40. And I'm looking at this list, right? Um, most of these guys aren't even in the company anymore. Just just around them, the 40, uh, 40 names. I'm going to run them down real quick. That's, uh, here's, here's, who's, here's who's gone. Ready? Here's who's not in the company anymore. CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Justin Gabriel, William Regal, Ted DiBiase, John Morrison, Yoshitatsu, <laughs> Husky Harris, Java Guerrero, Mark Henry, JTG, Michael McGillicuddy, Chris Masters, David Otunger, Tyler Rex, Vladimir Kozlov, the great Kali, Mason Ryan, John Cena, Horn Swaggle, Heath Slater, Jack Swagger, Diesel, Alex Riley, Big Show, Ezekiel Jackson, Santino Morella, Alberto Del Rio, Randy, uh, and, and Kane. Now, some of the names I did name uh, was... They're, they're kind of like working backstage or whatever, but Del Rio won. Not only did Del Rio win this match, <laughs> he went on to WrestleMania and <laughs> lost. And he lost because it was Edge's last match. They wanted this to kind of help make it a Mexican star, but why should we cheer for a Mexican arist- aristocrat? They've been trying to make a new face uh, for the Hispanic audience time and time again, and they have failed time and time again. How about 2014? 2014, you say? Batista. This is Batista's return. And here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. I was fine with Batista winning, but it was the fact that he won over Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan at the time. We were in the middle of Daniel Bryan and the Yes movement. Don't forget that there was one year where Rey Mysterio was in the final and he won and he got booed. Because we knew they were screwing Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan. So they had the authority at peak power, and the the plan was to do Randy Orton versus Batista, which would have been fine. But you got to play into what the audience wants, and what the audience wanted was Daniel Bryan. And Batista winning, getting booed, didn't sit right. <laughs> you 
should have just went with the winner that we all wanted. Period. It wasn't it wasn't hard. It's not it's not hard. And in 2020, the worst Royal Rumble winner. I'm sorry to say. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not even close to sorry to say. Charlotte Flair. One, you knew it was inevitable that she was going to win the Royal Rumble at some point. So, it was coming. It was obviously, obviously coming. Why was it a bad idea that she won? It's because of her ending match at WrestleMania. Charlotte won the Royal Rumble, lastly eliminating... Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Charlotte went on to WrestleMania to challenge for the NXT Women's Championship, defeating Defeating Rhea Ripley, and the, like the the match was good, but if but what what was going on here was that Rhea was on a roll. She was grooving. She had just dethroned Shayna Baszler, and her momentum was effectively killed. And then Charlotte lorded over the NXT Women's Division. And it took him a long time to recover. It did. It really, really, really did. And that's why Charlotte's number one. It's because of the booking that we had with her. So now, how about the five best winners? So, 2004, I missed out on this rumble. And I'm just focusing on the match and the importance of that match and the importance of the winner and that's Chris Benoit yes we know we're not going to focus on that we're going to focus on Benoit and the win and this was important because it it didn't look like guys like him the some of the WCW holdovers the smaller guys would win we know what Chris Benoit could do in the ring and at this point in time, we were seeing the elevated pushes of both Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. A month later, at No Way Out, Eddie Guerrero had defeated Brock Lesnar to win the WWE Undisputed Championship, I believe. And Benoit went and just met something. He went pillar to post. And it just felt good seeing one of my favorite wrestlers win. Two years later, now, 2006, we know this rumble was marred just slightly because two years, because in that time, Eddie Guerrero passed between 04 and 06, Eddie passed. And I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believe that Rey Mysterio wasn't supposed to win the Royal Rumble. I don't think I don't honestly don't think he was ever going to win the Royal Rumble. And well, first of all, this was a weird card because the Rumble didn't main event. 
the two world championship matches were were the main event. The main event was Kurt Angle versus Mark Henry, who had Davari with him for some fucking reason. Um, yeah, okay, but the Rumble didn't main event, but. But Ray winning was great because he he had one of the longest times in the rumble. He spent uh, he spent one hour and two minutes in the match. He entered at number two. Triple H was number one. Remember number one and number two started at the same time. And this was Ray's first win. And this was the start of Ray becoming that legend. He was already a legend, but this was opening him up to a wider broader audience for him to just become the the great 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 competitor that he is how about 2018 i was at this rumble phillies had three rumbles i've been to one yeah i've been to one um 2018 this was important because um, it was the first ever women's Royal Rumble. So immediately I thought to myself, well, who could win? Who could win this match? And the first person that came to my mind, sadly, was Charlotte Flair. But also we were hearing about the rumors of Ronda Rousey, who eventually did show up. But this match is important because we got the first ever women's winner. And not only that, it was Asuka. And it was like, we're finally recognizing Asuka for the great, great champion and great, great competitor that she is. Um, sadly, she did lose Charlotte into her streak at WrestleMania. But at that moment, I was like, man, we are pushing Asuka to the moon. If you look back at uh, everything since then, outside of the four horsewomen and Alexa Bliss, Asuka's always been at the top, but her reigns have never felt super great. So I'm looking forward to Asuka's eventual return. But I was there to watch Asuka become the first ever. I was there for history. I watched Asuka become the first ever Women's Royal Rumble winner. That is fucking amazing, man. How about 07? Why is 07 important? Well, this took place in San Antonio, Texas. And I remember, I remember the show. This was a good, this was a good show. Um, the winner of this Royal Rumble was The Undertaker. And you ask yourself, well, why was it important? Because surprisingly, The Undertaker had never won a Royal Rumble. And this was to face whomever. This was to take place at WrestleMania 23, which in and of itself was a fairly okay card. And I just remember thinking to myself, wait, take her start running around, but then you go back and then you go check, and it's like, oh shit. I'm gonna take her never won a Royal Rumble. And the best part was this rumble helped set up 
Taker's eventual feud with Shawn Michaels because Taker won by eliminating Shawn Michaels, who had already won, I believe, two Royal Rumbles. So Taker went into Royal Rumble and cementing himself. He was already cemented, but you need sometimes you need that stamp on your card, and he won. And lastly, lastly, in the modern era, last year, 2021, Bianca Belair, y'all. I'm on my own against the wall. Bianca Belair winning at Royal Rumble. Um, special. And saying special is such a huge, huge understatement. I mean, what she did to go on to face Sasha Banks night one of the Royal Rumble night one of Wrestlemania two black women here's the best part here's the best part the best the thing I love so so much about this Royal Rumble was the fact that the final three were Rhea Bianca and Charlotte and they teased us they made us think Charlotte was going to win but Rhea and Bianca were like yo 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 hold on hold on hold on, hold on. this bitch right here has caused us some problems. You know what we gotta do. And they took out Charlotte. <laughs> and then they started fighting. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They were like, they were like hanging on the ropes. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, 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 let's get back in the ring. Let's make this work. And Bianca won. And it was a great. It, it really was a great moment. Um, she had a really good reign. We know how it ended. We hope, for, just hope to see where it's going to go. But I don't think out of those five, it doesn't get much bigger than, than Bianca winning, man. And that's why we love the Royal Rumble. That's why we see. That's why we see how important it is. How great it is what it can do for one's career what it cannot do for one's career because remember for remember 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 you are only as good as you're booked so that's our show thank you thank you very much um i appreciate you all next week we'll we'll be looking at uh the the Roy rumble 2022 Royal Rumble. I, I believe I'll be joined by my buddy Reese once again. Um, predictions, winners, what we hope to see, what we like to see. So that's next week. Don't forget to check me out on my socials on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Tumblr, Charismatic Creations. Instagram, Charismatic underscore Creations 52. And over on uh, Twitter, the 215. Thank you, y'all. Thank you, thank you. Feedback is much appreciated. And remember, starting in February, we'll be putting the stuff on the YouTube page. But for now, Zia Lee, Gigi Dolan, and Nikita Lyons. Oh, holla at you, boy. <laughs>